The good news is there are many different paths that you could take to grow your business. And the bad news is there are many different paths that you can take to grow your business too. Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 92. One thing that I absolutely love about being a business owner is how many choices it gives us and also the options that we have when it comes to what we do and what we don't do. And that's something I thought would be useful for me and you to have a chat about today because I know as a business owner too that on one hand having lots of options and choices is good but on the other hand it can actually drive you crazy especially if you let it. And one thing that I notice all the time when I am working with business owners, especially in those early days, so it might be through a one-off unstuck coaching session with a business owner, or in those first few coaching sessions if I'm working with someone on a more ongoing basis as well. What I see time and time again is that business owners can get so fixated with doing things a certain way. And then what ends up happening is they think that's the only way that they can do it and all the other options, all the other choices, all the other possibilities for them, they just don't even seem to exist. And then that's a huge part of what my job is to allow business owners to take off those blinkers, take off those things that they're deleting, the things that they're distorting in their mind and the things that they've generalized because of something that's happened in the past. And it allows us to truly analyse the situations and to get different perspectives as well. So like I said at the start, on one hand, it's good news that as business owners, you have got many different paths that you could take to grow your business. And that is great. It's an abundant type of mindset. But on the flip side, there's too many paths and sometimes it can drive you crazy when it comes to actually making choices, making decisions around what should I actually do. Because what we end up doing sometimes is we take a path that we see other people taking and then we can think, well, that's the way to do it. And when I first started my business, which was focused primarily on NLP training courses, neuro-linguistic programming, seven-day practitioner courses, 14-day master practitioner courses, and lots of things in between, a lot of what I was doing was very much based around what others were doing in the industry as well, other people in the marketplace. And what I didn't appreciate at the time was that some of the strategies that they were using were working really well for them because of their personalities, because of their superpowers. And whenever I was trying to do that, it just wasn't getting the same results. It was feeling icky for me. It just wasn't feeling natural. And vice versa, some of the things that I was doing that was getting results, I would actually beat myself up thinking I'm not doing it right because it was different from what other people are doing as well. So the first thing that I really want you to spend some time to reflect upon right now is, are you actually on your path? Is that the path that is the best path for you? And there's a few different things to consider when I ask you to reflect upon this. 
because it could become so easy to forget that every single business owner is a unique individual. They've got individual goals, they've got different circumstances, they've got different lifestyles, they've got different things that are important to them in terms of their values. And all of those things come together to inform what motivates you, what excites you, what you're going to go after and what you even deem to be success or not a success as well. So if you are trying to play a game based upon somebody else's rules, can you see how that's just madness? But a lot of people can do it. And again, I am putting my hands up here to say at times I have done that and even sometimes still fall into that trap and get myself into situations where I think, why am I doing this? Why is it feeling so hard? And when I take a step back, I go, oh, it's because I think that's the only way to do it. Or that's because that's what they're saying to do. And they are in obviously air quotes. And then it allows you to really choose what is right for you. One question that I'm often asked with business owners that are taking that leap of faith from being in the corporate world to starting their own business is, Questions around how did I go and do it? How did I take that plunge to quit my job to start my own business? And is that the best way of doing it? And I'm always, always banging on around that was the best decision for me based upon where I was at that time in my life, based upon my circumstances, based upon the goals that I had. So how I went about doing it actually doesn't make a difference or it shouldn't influence how they go and do it as well because they might have different things that are important to them. They might have different goals. They might be in a different situation in that exact moment. In the same way that, let's say, for example, I didn't make that decision all those years ago and I had developed my career in the corporate world and let's just say I was in my current situation, i.e. I'm now married, I've got three young children. So would I actually make those same choices that I made back when I was young, when I was unmarried, when I had no obligations really, no responsibilities? and different financial situation. There's all those different things that were happening in my life then compared to now. So honestly, hand on heart, if I was to now, let's say, go and start my business, I probably wouldn't just jump and quit my job and just go, right, I'm going to go straight in there. That would seem a bit too risky for me. I would use different strategies. I would probably build up a little bit more before taking that big decision to actually quit that safe job. So circumstances really can make a difference. And I'm not saying that you should be a victim to your circumstances. Let's say you're in a situation that you're not pretty happy with and you want to change it. Absolutely, we can massively control our situations. We can influence them. So I'm not saying that you're stuck in any manner of means, but it gives you that chance to then think. If you were looking at someone who quit their job and you're thinking, I'm not being brave enough or how are they doing it? But I'm not doing it. Well, you might be comparing apples and oranges. And by doing that, you might be being super hard on yourself and making that journey harder and more challenging than it needs to be. But instead, just recognize there are many different paths. Your path is unique. How you get to that same or similar destination might be very different compared to a 100 other people that are on that journey as well. So embrace that uniqueness as well. And it goes back to what I started to talk about before, how we all have different personalities. We all have different talents. And I'm sure if you have listened to this podcast before or ever seen me talk or ever speak about anything to do with business, 
you will know that I'm super passionate about understanding what your unique superpower is. And that's why I honestly believe that every single business owner needs to know what their Wealth Dynamics profile is because there's eight different type of business owners, okay? And again, it's not to put you in a box, but what this allows you to do is to recognize that actually there's eight different types of styles of entrepreneurs that have different actions, that have different decision-making processes, the way that they set goals are very different, the way that they actually attract business could be different. So basically, there are eight different games to play on a general kind of basis as well. And that doesn't even take into account things like your values and what's important to you and your individual goals. So when I'm working with business owners, that's why I go into the nitty gritty with them to understand what is their wealth dynamics profile so that we know what their superpower is. We really understand what their values are in relation to business to really understand what motivates them and what demotivates them, really understanding what their goals are, both in terms of for the business, but also for their own life as well. And then when you truly understand yourself and your business and your goals, it then allows you to make the most educated and the best choices in terms of what are the paths to take for you that would be the path that actually would be more fun that will play to your unique talents and your superpower and that would work best for you as well. And I remember reflecting upon this before how I used to spend a lot of time and I've got some great friends with other business owners that have got very different lifestyles from me. Many of them don't have any children and don't have any desire to have children. They don't have a fixed location so they travel around the world and therefore their choices and their lifestyle are very different. And at times I kept thinking, right, well, what are they doing? And they were having business models that obviously fitted with their flexibility and what they wanted. And I would think, well, that's the way to do it. But actually, my goals are very different. I have got a family. I love having a place that I can call home. And I'm quite a homebody in that sense, whereas I still love traveling and having holidays. So therefore, my business model doesn't need to be like their business model. Does that make sense? So whereas some of them might shudder at the thought that I've got an actual office place that I can go to, it's like a physical location, because that would be like really restrictive to them. For me, I'm like, well, actually, it's great. I've got that place that I can actually call my second home, and it works well for me. So again, the reason I'm sharing these examples for you is to allow you to recognize, actually, there are many different paths, and you get to choose the ones that are right for you. I've talked about Wealth Dynamics quite a lot on this podcast and previous episodes. And if you still don't know what your superpower is, i.e. if you're a star profile, are you a creator, are you an accumulator, are you a dealmaker, or which of the other ones that you are, then please do find out. Do yourself that favour. And check out the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 92 and you'll find out all the details that you need to discover what your Wealth Dynamics profile is and your superpower. And that will then allow you to play the best game for yourself and your business and actually follow the path that will be the least resistance path for you. And that's why even when it comes down to my own business, I know now based upon what my superpower is, what my values and my goals are, that actually there's many different options out there. And especially in the online world where there's all these training courses that you could buy, all these different perspectives to say, do it this way, do it that way, do it this way, it can get really confusing and overwhelming, but it becomes easier to go, 
that's good for them, but that's not good for me. That actually would be more useful for me to spend my time, my investment to focus upon that because that's aligned to my strategy or an approach that would work easier for myself as well. And when you think about it that way, it gives you the option to then be the person that gets to choose. You are the business owner. You get to decide what are the paths that I'm going to say yes to and what are the ones I'm going to say, absolutely, I'm not going to walk down that path because that's not the best path for me. But like I said at the start, this conversation is like a double-edged sword, okay? Because let's say you've only got one path though. And again, I see so many people, like I said at the start, they go, that's the only way of doing it. What can end up happening is if they don't get the results that they want by following that path or that strategy, or they get some roadblocks, they can honestly start to go, is this it? Or they start to sense that they're not going to make it. They start to have an impact on their mindset. They start to believe, am I good enough? All these things can happen. But actually, it's just because they're only seeing one or a few options. Whereas actually, if you are on a path and you go, this isn't really feeling right for me, or why is it hard work, or why am I just constantly fighting the same battles over and over again, then it might be the wake-up call for you to go, are you actually on the right path? And could you change track to then go on a path that might be better suited for you or be better aligned to your goals as well? That's why I'm a real firm believer, both personally and also when I'm coaching my clients, that yes, it's really important to get super clear with what your vision is, what you're trying to make happen, because even just by doing that, it then allows you to narrow down the path that could help you towards that goal and also allow you to go, "Uh -uh, those aren't the right things for me right now as well. And that's why 90 day goals I tend to talk about a lot and use for myself and my clients. It keeps us really focused in that way. And having those goals are important in terms of what do you want to make happen. But I am definitely a lot more flexible when it comes to how are you going to make those happen? Because that then allows you to be more open and even more responsive to what you can make happen based upon what is happening in your world and what could actually be the quickest path or the better options or the chances for success. I always remember, again, I'm taking you back a good number of years ago where I was focusing on a marketing strategy to fill up more of my NLP practitioner courses. And I remember I was spending months and months and months focusing on things like my website and my email campaigns I was doing, because for me, that's the thing that I thought, when I nail that, then everything's going to magically accelerate in that way. And I had a conversation with a previous NLP student that came on one of my workshops, my seven-day course, the week before, and she went back to her workplace. And she was absolutely raving about the experience that she had on that seven-day practitioner course. And she was part of a development program where she got the budget to come on the training course for that. And it just so happened that a couple of weeks later, they were having an event where they were all sharing the different things that they've spent their training budget on to help inspire and educate each other that were on the program. And she had a few people that kept asking about the course and she's like, I oh, definitely I'd recommend it. She passed me a couple numbers and she spoke to the organizer effectively. And he was quite interested because a few people had done the NLP course. And she just said to him, well, why don't we just see if Osman can come and talk to everybody? And then he said, well, do you think he'd be up for that? So at the time, I lived in London. 
And this particular client of mine, the student, phoned me and said, would you mind coming to our head office to an event and to talk about NLP courses for about half an hour, 45 minutes or something? And I'm like, absolutely. And the reason I'm sharing this for you is because I went there and I talked about it and I had a line of people afterwards that were saying, actually, could you do this course? We're interested. There's a group of six of us and we are based in Bristol. We're really keen to do it. Could you do it there? And at that time, I had lots of flexibility and I was like, yeah, absolutely. But if I actually think back to that one conversation that I had with that ex-student who then got me into her organisation... And then from there, honestly, it was like a ripple effect. I had, I think there was about at least 15 to 16 people from that initial group that had booked onto an NLP course. And then what happened is they would go back in and they'd be raving about it to the other people that are on that program and then the subsequent years of that program. And there was a time where every single course that I was running and I was doing a number of them, there was at least two or three people from that same organization or that could be linked back to the initial person that got onto my course. But the reason why I'm telling you this is because if I was just so focused to say the only way to grow my business at that time was to do email marketing campaigns, etc., I might have dismissed this opportunity. But that was the path that actually worked the best way. And on reflection, when I look at that based upon my Wealth Dynamics profile, that is the best strategy for me. It's about collaborations. It's about referrals. And that's where I didn't realize it at the time, but that would have been the more sensible option for me to do and think about could I focus on making more of those types of situations or scenarios happen rather than thinking that I had to do it all on the online marketing approach actually more of the offline approach could work really well and typically does work really well for me even to this day as well. So for you, I'd love you just to reflect upon this conversation that we're having. I know it might sound a little bit one way to me, but I'm sure you've got lots of things coming up in your mind. Have you been sticking yourself on a path that might be too restrictive? Or are they actually, and again, I've said this before, are there just too many paths there that you're driving yourself crazy because you're running around here, there, everywhere, but you're not getting to the end of that path where the treasure might be because you're just not fully committing, you are overwhelmed with all the choices? Think about it again. I absolutely hate going to restaurants where the menu has got too many options. Because what happens? You look at it, you stare too much and you go, oh, should I have the pasta arrabbiata? Should I have the calzone pizza? Should I have the fish? There's just, they all sound great. So too many options actually could be even more challenging when it comes to deciding what to order. And the same thing applies in a business sense as well. So really, less can be more in many, many situations. Apart from those situations where you're feeling stuck and you're feeling like you've done everything and there's no other way, I guarantee you there are other ways. You just aren't thinking about them because you might just be so far down that path that you forgot to even realize that there's other options or other paths that exist as well. So I hope this podcast episode sparked something in you that allows you to think about, are you on your path first of all? Are you playing to your strengths? So actually the journey on that path is the most easiest because it plays to your talents, your superpower. 
Is it aligned to your goals and not somebody else's goals as well? And how do we make it work for you? And that's the key thing. Really, remember, in business, there are many options, but is it the right option for you? And that's the thing. Choose the path that works best for you and your business. I look forward to sharing even more with you on the next episode. As always, I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what resonated with you from this episode. And if you haven't already please take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps me help many other business owners to get out their way as well because they can then find this podcast a lot easier when they're searching for ways to get out their own way as well. And if you happen to be one of the listeners over in the United States, drop me a message, say hello, because it's really interesting actually how I was surprised when I was looking at the podcast download statistics, how many listeners are over in America. So if you're one of them, I'd love to hear from you. So say a quick hello to me. You can find out all the ways to contact me over on the show notes. So either go to rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 92 or scroll down on your podcast app and you'll see all the links, including how to connect with me over on LinkedIn, how you could drop me an email or even in the world of LinkedIn or Facebook. So I look forward to sharing even more with you next week. Until then, bye for now. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, then the chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine-tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.